Did you know? School Sport Victoria offers 650,000 sporting opportunities in 31 different sports. At 10,700 events across the state every single year. That's a lot of kids playing sport. And for over 25 years, the Victorian School Sports Awards have recognised more than 1,500 students, teachers and volunteers for excellence and outstanding contribution to school sport. Now that's a champion effort. Good afternoon and welcome to our live question and answer. We're calling Ask School Sport Victoria or hashtag Ask SSV for short. We've got the very lovely Sue O, professional golfer who's with us today. And we're so excited to have her here because she is a woman who has a lot of achievements. How are you, Sue? I'm great. How are you, Matt? Good, good, good. Now, good, good you could join us and hopefully we won't have any technical issues. We'll just get through this, no problem. But uh, I didn't realise how popular you were going to be. You've got a lot of students that want to ask a, a few questions. In fact, one student has come in with eight questions. So oh, they're, wow. they're pretty keen. I'm glad. I was quite surprised myself. So I, <laughs> I love it. Well, we hopefully we'll get you some followers out of this as well and, and a big <laughs> fan base and all that sort of stuff. Now, we need to talk through some of your achievements, put people in perspective as to what you're actually up to and what you actually do. 2010, Victorian Girls Champion. 2011, the Aaron Badley International Junior Masters. 2012, Australian Girls Amateur Classic. 2013, Lake Macquarie Amateur Port Phillip and also 2014 WA 72-hole stroke play. And in 2013, you were actually ranked Australian professional golfer, but you became the number one ranked amateur in the world in October 2013. Now, looking at all those, that's a pretty phenomenal effort. Yeah, I haven't really seen it like that for a while, so it's kind of nice to look at it. You're, you're a humble young lady, that's for sure. What was it like to be ranked number one in the world? Uh, it was pretty special. Uh, it was, um, I don't know, it wasn't really anything different, to be honest with you. It was just like, oh, wow, that's pretty special. And I kind of got an opportunity to be in that spot. So, yeah, and then, and then I turned pro not long after that, I think. Pretty exciting, pretty exciting times. Now... We've um, also, in on the 15th of Feb, this was your first professional win, the Volvic RACV Ladies Masters. Where was that held? I was at Gold Coast at the right. RACV Resort. Yeah. Royal Pines. Beautiful. Now, out of all these victories that we've just talked about, and I'm sure there's plenty more, which was the sweetest victory for you? Honestly, i got to say the Victorian Junior Championships, I think. Um it was just very special. I mean, obviously the Australian Masters was incredible. Um, I think I birdied maybe the last four holes, and uh, it was it was so I don't know. It's very surreal when that happens, but um, probably those two. And uh, yeah, I think the Victorian Junior because I think that was my first 
big tournament that I won and I was pretty young and dad was on the bag and and then even at the masters my dad was also on the bag so maybe he's a pretty decent caddy I'm not sure but (laughs) (laughs) we'll let let him be the dad now but yeah (laughs) now you you talked about it being the first one that was in 2010 Mm -hmm. I've calculated that you had just turned 14 when you won that is that correct I think so it was usually like around September the Victorian Junior Championships so that sounds about right yeah, so your birthday's in May, so that would have given you, you know, three months into the age of 14. Mm-hmm. That is pretty phenomenal for a 14-year-old to win such a big event. How did that feel? Great. Like, we other win, I think. Um, I don't know. Like, golf is like kind of getting younger and younger, so I, I don't know how I felt when that happened, but... It was pretty special, and I remember I was really excited. So when you win the Victorian Junior Championship, um, at that time, you get an invite into a golf tournament in WA at the Netherlands Golf Club, and I was so excited that I read it as Netherlands, not Netherlands. (laughs) So I, like, ran up to Dad. I was like, Dad, Dad, I'm going to Netherlands. And he's like, no, it says Netherlands. Like, (laughs) it's only in WA. But, yeah, I just remember it was very exciting. Lucky as a golfer, you don't need to read real well. But you, you're actually, I'm sure you actually are a person who shows maturity beyond a year. So at 14, you probably acted a lot more mature than that. But what part did school sport play in your pathway and where you are now? Um, well, Victorian, like the school sports, um, I represented Victoria three years in year four five and six but I only just started playing golf like end of year three so you know you guys you kind of set the golf course up perfect for younger girls and boys um shorter course so just kind of gave me an experience to represent my home state and also play in a team environment which you don't really get to do very often in golf um and just yeah, it was just very exciting. It was just fun. Um, it's different to all the other tournaments when you're just playing by yourself. But this one was for you know your state, and then you get other other um, boys and girls like around you, similar age as you. So uh, it was pretty fun, and it was my one of my first tournaments, and I remember it as clear as yesterday now because um, it was such a bad day and the weather was bad. But um, I still it was, it was pretty special though. Very good. Now, what? Um, where did it all start for you? you? You do talk a little bit about picking up golf clubs around nine, but I think it was even younger than that, wasn't it? Where Where did golf start for Suo? Uh, where? Like where um, did it all start for you at the age of nine, at the age of seven? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think it was around nine. Um, Dad was always a really keen golfer, so... I remember I just went with him to golf and then I, well, it really wasn't that big. And then he went to like all down to Mornington Peninsula and I always went down with him and I'd always be in the golf cart. So that was always, you know, it's always fun for a young, young girl to be with her dad and drive around the golf cart. Um, and then, you know, just, he just sort of introduced me to the game and he would be like, I was sort of half caddy and hit a couple of shots here and there and, um, just watch him and his friends and and then I and then yeah and then I just started playing and then you know I played the school sports tournament and made the team and then the year after as well and then I guess I, yeah I just I guess I just really enjoyed it at the time 
Very good. I think that enjoyment factor is really, really important. But we've got some questions that are rolling in, both on our Facebook page, and we've got some young students who are keen beans and are going to join us live. But this is a question that's come in from Harrison Gomez, and he wants me to ask it on the show for him. Mm -hmm. He's from Hills International. What is your weekly training schedule? Uh, at the moment... Let's mm -hmm. talk um, both in COVID and outside of COVID because it must be very different. Very different. And my training schedule is very different when I'm on the road to off to tour. Uh, but usually I'd, I'd explain that when I'm on the road a bit more, like so when I'm playing a tournament um, because that's pretty straightforward. Um, usually Monday is a travel day. So you're flying from one place to another or you're driving from one place to another. Uh, Tuesday, when, Tuesday's a practice round. Wednesday's a pro-am. Um, and then Thursday, Friday, play your tournament. Hopefully you play well, make the cut and play Saturday, Sunday. And then that just repeats every week. Um, and then when I'm home, when I'm not in quarantine or during COVID, I guess, so a normal training schedule uh, varies a lot depending on what I need to do, uh, whether it's an off season or not. Um, but during the season, I try and work on the things that, I felt like didn't work very well the last, um, like say three, four weeks on the road. So uh, whether that's some technical stuff or my irons or driver, so I'd work on that a little bit more. Um, but then every second day I'd like to go out and play. I, I like to play a bit more than I used to. Um, and recently, I guess so during COVID, um, I haven't, I've only been able to, uh, when the golf courses are shut, I did a lot of just, little bit of run here and there usually try to actually try and run every day or actually uh, like three four times a week and then started to do a bit a bit more routinely for yoga uh, which i've it, i feel like it really helps my um, posture and my back i get very stiff back so i really re recommend it to people who do that too um and then I think the biggest one, even when I'm home, is to play with your friends a lot and try and beat them because that's always a way to compete and have fun. Very good. You got a lot of great um, answers there and, and tips for um, young athletes. Um, tell me, what, how has COVID affected you? We'll get back to it a little bit later, but how has COVID affected you at the moment? Uh, definitely just no tournaments. Uh, that's the biggest effect it has, uh, just because we travel so much as a job and, you know, the entire border is locked down. So, and all the tournaments has been suspended, but, um, I feel like it's a good time to just, just chill out like a forced relaxation period, um, which I haven't had since, since for a very long time, even when I was at school. So, um, so that's been very different, but um, sort of like a reset button on your life, really. It must have been exciting when the golf courses opened up just recently. I'm sure you uh, mm -hmm. didn't haste. You, you got there, sorry, you got there pretty quickly and you didn't wait anymore. Yep, definitely. Uh, unfortunately, what my home course opened up uh, Thursday, so like a day after it opened. So I went, like, drove like an hour to the Morning Peninsula and then just played at <laughs> Andrews Beach since... So the very first day the golf course opened, it felt very weird. It felt like a beginner golfer. 
So. I was going to say that hour would have been uh, a, a very great drive and you would have loved driving it as well. We've got a young man named Levi who's joining us on the show right now. So let me just push Levi across now and he will ask you his question. Levi, how are you there, buddy? You're a keen golfer. Yeah. And you've got the uh, golf hat on there, which is great. What's what's your favourite uh, item to use? What's your favourite implement to use in the golf club? In the golf bag, sorry. Probably driver. Driver, okay. Driver, you got a probably. question for, for Sue O. What's your question there, buddy? Um... Approximately, how much do you, do you earn a year? <laughs> Great first question, Levi. <laughs> how are you doing? Good. Um, so approximately, there is no... Uh, it all depends how you play. So if you play well, you earn a lot. But last year, I got... I think I made about $500,000. <laughs> but... You know, if you do well, men pay it, get paid a lot more. So the harder you work, the more money you're going to earn. So keep practicing hard. Yeah. <laughs> $500,000, Levi, that's a lot of money, right? What could you do with $500,000? All right, what's your next question, buddy? Uh, what training do you have to do? Like, what, what training do you have to do for your job? Um, so I have to keep up my physical body. So whether that's working out at the gym or going to see a physiotherapist to uh, avoid injuries. So I think injury prevention is the biggest, uh, because if you're injured, you're not going to be able to play. So that's the biggest one. And then, um, and then obviously practicing your skill. So going out to the golf course and hitting lots of golf balls and um, getting a good habit. So when you go out and play a tournament, uh, you can play well. Good work. You got one more question there, buddy. Um, He's written them all down and he's making sure it's working. Handicap when you were 12? Oh, um, I think I was about two or three. I was of two or three around that. Not bad, eh, Levi? What do you play off, Levi? Hey, what do you play off, Levi? 17. 17? Oh, nice. Perfect. Where do you play? The long man. I don't think I've played there, but I'd love to go out and play there one day. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, Levi. Glad you could get on the show and ask the questions. We're going to keep moving with the show, but you keep watching on YouTube, all right, buddy? Yeah, sure. <laughs> See ya. All right, we've uh, had some good questions there from Levi, um, and he had a few more there, but he obviously maybe got a bit shy, but... Um, we've got some more questions coming in as well, but we'll keep going. Um, you know, what, 
what advice would you give to your 12 year old self knowing what you know now playing a handicap of two or three which is pretty phenomenal what ha what advice would you give to yourself looking back uh that's a tough one um i'm not sure i think i don't know about advice but if i could tell my 12 year old what life on tour is really like then um i'd love to explain that to my 12 year old self to see what the um what life on tour is really like very good now we've got another question from a young man named hamish let's move to the uh young man hamish you like golf yourself do you buddy yeah i do a lot i've met hamish yeah <laughs> What do you love about golf? What's the, what's your favourite thing, Hamish? Um, it, um, it it gives you a sense of freedom when you're going about the golf course. Um, you can connect with your environment, and you don't have the um don't have the rush of going to school. You can just be yourself and um have a game with your mates and just be free i guess Very good mate and uh i guess mum and dad can't tell you to clean up your room and do the dishes on the golf course either so that's a bonus no too, right? no now you got a question for suo yes i do um my question is what standout traits um have you seen in young players who have made it to the top good question buddy yeah, um, I think I gotta say probably the skill around the green and uh, probably how hard they work um, and what things that they work on. Like I feel like when I talk to uh, younger girls or boys, um, they have a very precise and good idea of what the things that they're working on. Um, so they're not just out there just bashing balls for the sake of hitting balls, but they actually have a clear goal and um, they work towards their goal. Um, I think that's that's kind of the big, big, um, biggest thing I found with amongst the younger generation. Yeah. Now I'm guessing you want to make it on the professional tour one day, young man. Yeah, I do. And what's yeah. the draw card? Is it is it the money? Or is it the fact that you get the freedom walking around? Um, it's not really about the money. It's just me doing what I want to do, what I like doing. Um, so it's just really about having fun and being as good as I can. Fantastic, buddy. That's an excellent answer. And you know what? For now, at your age, you're probably 12, 13, 14, are you? Yeah, 12. 12. You, well, you keep enjoying the sport, you keep enjoying school sport, keep staying active and one day the break will come and I'm sure we'll be seeing your name, your very complicated surname up in lights. <laughs> yep. All right, thanks for joining us. Keep watching us on YouTube and we're going to keep going with the show. So there's some good, great questions there that we've got from these young people. We've just had an email from uh, one of the girls, Jessica, who can't join us. She's having technical issues, but we can get through some of these questions pretty easily. 
Um, we've got some more that have rolled into Facebook as well. We've asked Harrison's question, but this one in particular is an interesting question. How do you deal mentally with the pressure during a competition? This come from Claire Wu from Presbyterian Ladies College. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think I, the, if you have pressure, that means you, um, you really care about it. So I think pressure is always good. It can make you sharp during a situation. So as long as it's, uh, you manage it at a good amount of pressure, I guess. Um, but I always get nervous when I play as well. Like on the mm -hmm. first tee, it's, uh, even Tiger Woods, he's very nervous on the first tees from what I've heard. So uh, it's not only you. Um, when you are nervous though, I would just try and uh, put your mind to something else. You know, if you're working on something in your swing, I'd focus on that. Or if you're trying to hit it on the right edge of the bunker, just focus on that. Not like trying to get away from the pressure. Like it's always going to be there, but just switch your focus to something else. Very good. What a great answer that you have given there, Sue. And that's a good tip for all those young golfers out there. Um, we've got Millie Cassidy who's joined us on the show. And Millie's got a question for you. Millie, you're a keen golfer, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you um, like to play? I play at Maribyrnong. Nice. Now, what's your question for Sue? Uh, what aspect of the game do you think a young player should devote the most time working on during practice? And do you have a favourite drill to do working on that aspect? Um, four. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good I, question. Yeah, I would. Uh, I honestly uh, think the best advice would be to go out on the golf course. If you have mates, then go out with them and play a little match against them um, because there's always going to be that, you know, that putt you have to make or to beat them. That I think just those little things make a huge difference in the end. Um, if not, if there's no, if you're up there by yourself, um, I would just take half, half a set, like skip every second club and just take only seven or eight clubs on the golf course. Um, hit different shots um, because sometimes you're it's either a seven or an eight when you're playing and if you're in between clubs uh, you, you just get to practice those shots when you have every second club in your bag so um, that's a very good drill as such um, but I think if it's like a technical drill like your coach I'm sure can give you plenty um, but from a playing side of things that's yeah. the advice that I would give you. Bruce, thank you. Is question there for you? Yeah, thanks. No worries. Thanks for joining us. We're going to keep going with the show. Keep watching us too. Um, and th thanks for joining us, young lady. It was great. We're going to keep going and keep asking the questions. We've got one that's come in from Jazzy Roberts. I don't know if you know, you, you know Jazzy yes. Roberts, right? Yeah, I'm mentoring Jazzy at the moment, Jazzy actually. Roberts. That's what I was yeah. about to say. You're she texted Jazzy me saying she has to go to school. Like, oh, yeah, I know the school gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, her question is, um, she's, a, she's an up and coming superstar, this young lady, as mm -hmm. you know, she's yeah. got a lot of talent. Um, but her question's pretty simple. What challenges had you had to overcome to stay in peak form during coronavirus 
and have you managed them? Um, the biggest challenge is obviously the playing and the competition level that, um, that really keeps you sharp, but haven't had a chance to do that. But that's not only me, that's everybody else. Um, to keep fit, I, I think I, I've just sent some videos to my coach. So maybe some mirror drills that I can work on. This is just a great time for you to uh, fix things in your swing that you haven't had a chance. Um, so just, you know, grind out those things that you've been trying to do that but haven't had a chance. So that's just been a good time. Um, but just at home, little things like stretching, like I mentioned, going for a run, yoga, just all little things like that. But um, just to, I think the biggest uh, chance, uh, biggest difficulty is just not getting annoyed and frustrated not to not being able to go outside. So just managing that well. Very good, very good. Now we've got another young lady who's joined us here. Olive Spitty, who's going to join us now and ask her, ask you her question. Olive, you're a keen golfer as well, hey? Yeah. Where do you, where do you like to play? Kerrang and Murray Downs. Kerrang. So um, just for your information here, Sue, this young lady is from St. Joseph's College Primary School, sorry, St. Joseph's Primary School in Kerrang, all the way out in the country. What's your question for Sue? How many hole-in-ones have you got and how much did you practice when you were a kid? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, I've made, I think, about seven hole-in-ones, um, but none of wow. them have been on a car hole. So when people <laughs> get these fancy cars for getting a hole-in-one, I've got none of that. I just got minus two off my scorecard, but which is always nice. Um, but I've had about seven and a lot of – my practice was, you know um, – just before, like after school mainly. Uh, I wasn't, like living in Melbourne, sometimes I'd get a little bit of practice before school in summer, but then I'd be too tired for the rest of the day. So uh, Monday to Friday, I would do, I would practice after school. And then Saturday, Sunday, I usually, I, I think I've always just played 18 holes at my golf club. Great question there, young lady. Now, what um, do you hope to hit the uh, professional circuit and follow in Suo's steps? Yep. Yay. Very good. Well, you keep practicing and you keep enjoying the sport. And thank you for joining us. Thanks. All right, we're going to keep going with the show. We've got some great questions that are rolling in. Um, like I said, Jessica said she couldn't join the show. Um, mm -hmm. But she has a great question. Do you have a specific practice routine leading up to a tournament? And if so, what would a day look like? Um, since a bit on tour, I've actually done quite, I've had to learn to take a couple of days off to sort of refresh myself. So usually I'd be home for about two weeks and on and the, and the first week, I wouldn't do too much. I would take it easy. And then the second week, um, then I just start working a bit harder. And then um, if, if the next, if the week, if the uh, tournament in the next few weeks, like somewhere that gets windy or somewhere it gets, it's quite firm, then I like to try and um, go to those places if I can. Um, and work on, if it's going to be windy, like Scotland, if I say if I was born in Scotland and I 
assume that it's going to be windy, then I'd work on those knockdown shots and um, just three quarter shots that I'd, I think I'm going to use. So I try and plan ahead to um, just think about what I'm what I'm going to need for the next few weeks and then try and work on those. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Now we've got certainly one of my favorites that are joining us right now, Lindley Oi. Now Lindley has, um, you, do you know Lindley? I time? do. Hey, Lindley. Is she? Are you in the US right now? She's not in the US oh, right okay. now. She's actually here, thank goodness, because our bandwidth yes. wouldn't cope. But we're just about to switch over to a Lindley Oi. Hi. You, you are. Yes, yes. We've got you big on the screen. Sorry about that. But anyway, maybe take a step back from the camera. Hey, you, I mean, I sometimes feel like, or when I saw your name come up last night, I thought, man, we should get you on the show. You've got some stories to tell, but you've got quite a plethora of questions that you want to ask um, Sue O. So go ahead and just ask some of these questions you've got. First of all, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, all right. Let's shoot it off with, um, where are you based right now? Like Melbourne? Um, so, no, I'm back in Melbourne now. I'm actually trying mm-hmm. to find a more permanent place in Melbourne. But um, I used to have a place in Dallas because my mm-hmm. uh, old coach was there, which made sense. And then I didn't really enjoy it that much. So I've moved back home so far. So I don't know how long I'll be here, but right now I'm in Melbourne. And um, Lily, you're at the University of Oklahoma, is that correct? Yep. After graduating last year or the year before? Last year. Oh, no. From Hold Mel- on. Wait. From Melbourne Girls. Year before. <laughs> Two year years before. ago. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Pretty fantastic <laughs> stuff. All right. Let's get on with these questions. We're running out of time, but you keep asking questions. All righty. Uh, let's have a bit of a fun one. Favorite course you've played so far? Oh, um, oh geez. There's so many. I think the, it's for a tournament, Roll Lithum and St. Anne's. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, very nice. All right. Well, how about in Australia? Favorite courses here? Um, favorite course would be Kingston Heath to play. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm biased, but I, the place <laughs> I want to be is a metropolitan, just with all my friends and great course. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I think um, your sister's at Metro. Yeah. Yeah. I picked her up a couple of, um, couple of times and I've always seen you in your car driving out and I was like, I probably should say hi. Oh, yeah, you should next time. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll, come, I'll come around and say hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, well, last one. Um, any tips for the next generation? Like, you know, what to look out for and all that? Um, if you are looking to turn pro, um, I would suggest try and talk to people like you are doing who's been on tour and try and get um, the information from them to know what to expect almost. Um, But I think the biggest one is to learn how to, I think you need to play a lot of events. Um, I think college is great for that um, Mm -hmm. because when you're an amateur, you play, you know, one or two tournaments, maybe in summer you play a lot more, but then like I know during the winter, there's like nothing on. So, but when you're playing as a professional, you just have to play week in, week out. So you won't have the time to make too many changes that you want to make. So just sort of time management and scheduling, that's always a new, that's the biggest difference. Um, But 
Yeah, that's. I think you just have to play well. Like, there's nothing too different other than you play a lot more events in the year. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, fun times. Okay, no. Oh, you go. No, you got a, have you got another question or are you done now? I'm I'm pretty chill right now, yeah. Excellent. Hey, thanks heaps for joining us, Lynn Leoy. We Thank wish you. you all the best in your future endeavours and if we're ever in Oklahoma, we'll be sure to give you a high five or an elbow unless an elbow bump. Yeah. Thanks that. for joining us, young lady. It's always good to chat Thank to you. Guys. All right. Yeah. We've got some more questions that have come up too uh, on YouTube. Unfortunately, our little fancy thing has decided to stop working, but there's some questions that have come up on the YouTube channel that are, are pretty good questions. Um, we've got one from... No, we've got that. We've done that one there. Jazzy Roberts. Yep, we've done that one. So what would you recommend I work on first if I wanted to get my handicap down? Uh, what... I don't know what handicap is the person off. Let's um, just say that the person's off a uh, 18. Okay. What would you do? I think... This is not me, for, by the way. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I think if you, you know, under 20-ish mark, then that means you're hitting the ball pretty nicely, but you're missing a few greens. Um, so I'd say work on short game the most because, you know, you make that one up and down and then, you know, you make par instead of making a soft bogey, then you just get on a bit of a better momentum to keep it going. So I would say short game, most important. And then if you, you know, around scratch or something, then I think uh, obviously your short game is pretty good. But I think, Probably iron play, the closer you hit it and you can shape the ball a bit better. So um, that always helps to lower your score. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Now we just, we're just looking at putting Rupert on. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see if we can get Rupert on the line here. We're just experiencing some issues here. But Rupert, you're on the line. Why don't you ask your question to Suo? How long would you normally practice per day when you were a junior? Um, on the weekends, I did practice a lot. So I would play 18 holes and maybe practice for another like three hours afterwards. Um, but on the weekdays, I like obviously didn't run out of time. My school was very, very accommodating. So um, I think during PE, like Wednesday, they let me off like at 1 p.m. So I had one day a week where I just got a bit of a longer practice. But until, but on the other days, it was like around 4, 4.30. I'd like eat in the car after school and then like get changed at the golf course and then I'd practice. Um, and then so about maybe like three hours, depending when the, when the sun sets. But in summer, I got to practice till, you know, a bit longer. So um, short and sharp practice. Mm-hmm. And what was your favorite thing to practice during the week? I think I just really enjoyed hitting balls. I remember hitting lots of balls and um, just working on the technique and yeah. But I think going back, I'd probably try and play a bit more. Um, but yeah. Very good. Hey, thanks for joining us, Rupert from Brighton Grammar. You're a keen golfer yourself, are you? Definitely, yes. <laughs> oh, one more thing. I would say work on your speed putting. I think that's very important. Okay. Yeah. 
Thank you. Very good. You got some good tips there to work on, and we've connected you with an Olympian and a pro golfer, so that's pretty exciting stuff. Thanks for joining us, young man. Keep watching the show, and um, we will continue with the show. Um, we've got only one more question left, really, or just a few questions left. Um, one's come in from Robbie Coyle from School Sport Victoria, and the other question was from Ian Landy at School Sport Victoria. But he's written, simply irresistible to hear and learn from you, Sue. Can you please discuss your own club yardage? <laughs> this now, is all my secrets golfer. to my game. That's a <laughs> He's a keen golfer, so okay. I don't know what that means, but I understand that must be golf terminology yeah uh yeah i get it um so since i've been on tour i've switched back to yards so i'll try and convert it to i'll say it in both um so my drivers about two i carry i just go off all the carry distances which is um where the ball lands not the run um driver about 220 so about 200 meters uh three word so it all kind of goes 15 increments. Um, so my four, my three words about 205 to 185, um, and then like 170 meters with the five wood um, hybrid. It's about 180 to so 170 meters, um, and then you just minus 10 yards from every club. So I think that's very important actually. It's about four degrees difference in ang uh, face loft. So it's about 10, 10 meters um, for each club. And then uh, my lowest club, my, all my wedges are 50 degrees, 54 and 58 degrees. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I'm sure it makes more sense to him. Now, <laughs> where to from here for Sue O? Like the golf course has just opened up. What's the next immediate focus over the next two years? And then where do you think we'll see Sue O in 10 years time? Oh, uh, 10 years. I haven't thought of that one. Um, <laughs> so very immediate would be just at home for the next at least two months to see how this virus goes. Uh, I don't think that's safe enough for me to be traveling on a plane back and forth in the US and the UK. Um, so I think I might just sit at home for a little while, play against my friends, which I haven't done for ages. Um, and then obviously next year, hopefully, you know, make it to the Olympics, which I'm not in at the moment, but hopefully I can start playing soon and work my way into the Olympic team. Um, and every year, you know, there's four, five majors for us and there's 32 events. So I haven't won on the LPGA, but, you know, just to get that first win is always my very immediate goal. Um, and then the next 10 years, hopefully I'll be, what, 34? Um, hopefully I'll still have my card and be playing on tour. Um, but very hard to tell for the next 10 years. Um, yeah. Very good. Now, how can, if, if someone wants to contact you after the show, how can they get in contact with Suo? What's the best method? Probably social media like these days. Um, so Instagram. At, yeah, Instagram at Suo Golf, which is Twitter as well, at Suo Golf. Um, just sometimes, you know, I'm surprised that I got so many questions. So maybe I'll do a bit more of like ask me a question kind of thing so maybe i'll do that um and shoot me all those questions and i'll actually try and do my best to get back to you um and reply um but yeah just message me on there or 
you know, comment in one of my posts and I'll get back to you on with the answers. Very good. Now we've got your um, Instagram account in the show notes. So make sure you jump on the show notes and click on that link. That'll take you right to Sue's Instagram account. Sue, it's always great talking to you. You're a massive advocate of school sport and we are huge advocates of you. We love watching you. you. We love championing you. And we know that the future is much brighter than what the past has been so far. I believe the best years for you are yet to come. So we're pretty excited by what that looks like. And the next five years, just don't forget us when you become really, really professional, okay? Okay. Uh, hopefully, I, I like the sound of that. So, <laughs> Excellent. Well, whenever you're in Melbourne, we love to connect and we've been able to do that today. So thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. Good luck in the future and we will continue to um, do these love live shows. Next week, we've got Joshua Dunkley-Smith, who's an Olympian um, and Com Games uh, rower. So we're pretty excited by that. And for those of you who are watching, jump on our website, the School Sport Victoria website, and make sure you get involved in the virtual cross country, which is taking place right now. And we're pretty excited by that. It's getting a lot of traction as well. Maybe Sue, maybe you could do a two kilometer walk or run and time it and send us a photo of you doing it. Maybe, yeah, two <laughs> kilometers. I've been doing that. So I think I I'm can sure do that. I'm do. In fact, <laughs> on an 18 hole course, you'd cover a lot of kilometers, right? Yeah, I've heard it's like double the distance. So if it's like a 6,000 meters or six kilometers, and um, so you double it walking. Very good. Thanks, Heath, for joining us. We'll see you next time. And for those of you who are joining us next week, join us next week, June the 5th, for Joshua Dunkley-Smith. Thanks, Sue. Yep, no worries. Thanks for having me, Raf.